afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, uh, good morning. Welcome to Rock Solid, your comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. Joining us today is uh, is me, Pat Francis. And uh, hi, I'm Gary Lucy. I am four-star certified in indie rock, classic rock, 90s alternative, 80s collection, 70s collection. But not classic rap. Not classic rap, no. as it turns out. That's Matt Belknap. That's my turf. <laughs> yes. Classic rap. Never I like comes that. up on this show, but in song pop, yes, four star certified. A lot of song pop. Playing a lot of song pop. So, I, have you ever seen a five star anywhere? Any, I've never seen a song because think about how long it takes to get four star. Like I, I, what is the equation? What is the equation? Is it is it like a multiple of ten or a hundred every time you go up? Because the first from one to two is like five songs. Cinchy. Uh, I don't know, but I, I think it's a, a number of songs in a row is a factor. Oh. Because yeah, if you like, uh, kind of miss that song for, yeah. then you don't get any more. I didn't. Th- I thought it was just how many you got yeah, over time. Well. What is your? Uh, both of you answer this question at the same time mm-hmm. and overlap and talk okay. over each other. Sure. Good. Now, what is? What's the hardest category on song pop for you, Matt? Um. Good. Well, the one that I've only played once that Gary challenged me in was classical. That was pretty hard. Cr- uh, how crooners isn't as hard as I thought it would be. What is the hard? I don't know. Jazz is really hard. I barely ever played that. I industrial is hard yes. because uh, there's no handles. There's no like you know. Yeah. Sometimes you could intuit something either by listening and hearing a lyric or like, well, this sounds like a woman. Yeah, I don't think I've ever messed there's, with that. There's no hook or chorus or melody. Exactly. I mean, the hardest one I've literally ever played is when because you can get random challenges from people and and someone from France challenged me and they were playing a French genre. Wow. It was all French music and I was like, well, I have no, I there's no way I can play. Did you? Guess Zuby Zoo from, <laughs> from Mad Men. It's the only French song you know, Zuby Zoo. If it came up, I would have been all over it. I mean, they didn't even give it like maybe some Blondie. She speaks French sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, nope. so before we st- uh, started recording, you and Gary were going to tell a story, and I said, "Save it." You were going to tell. Uh, oh, this you is guys are having a song petty, pop battle. This is petty <laughs> bitching. But at the end of the week in song pop, every week it's sort of it's a, you're playing weekly tournaments, and so like you're you're. You're going back and forth. Gary and I were tied last week going into Sunday. And um, I was foolish enough to play. I played another game, and which I shouldn't have done. You got to know when to I, hold I should have just left it yep. alone and, 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 and been satisfied with the tie. Yeah. But we played another game, and he busted country classics yeah. on me. Oh, no. The biggest BS category. <laughs> no way. Uh, why do you know that stuff? It's and, great American music. And how many did you get right? Um, I don't even remember. Got them all right, but it took me nine seconds. I just, <laughs> I just, I admit that I just, I, you know, I poach off of the other person. If if they went first, I just answer whatever they answer. If That's I a way to it. do draft and then just like go for broke. Right. On the, on and the on the one. final question, yeah. just see if you can get it quick and win. But um, That's cool. And you're, you, you've scored like in the 22,000s. I have broken the 22,000, the mythical 22,000 barrier. crazy. I might, I might, I don't, I don't think I've done 21 yet. I'm like a Jamie Moyer. Like I, <laughs> I'm not that fast, but I could get some guys out. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're, you're pretty deadly. Gotta trick people. But, uh, so yeah, so, uh, yeah, looking forward to, uh, Sunday. Yeah. So you're, cool. it's, you're up, you're right now, you're up 
tattoo on me or something, and I, oh. I feel like I have, maybe have a slight chance to get back in this one. But oh, probably we, not. We should we should play it on the air. Maybe maybe next show. Anyway, oh, that'd yeah, be next show. Fun. Yeah, that'd be fascinating. Do it next show. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's, uh, let's there's something right. else that we need to talk what, about. The what's real that? Fast. Oh yes, yeah, say it. Someone else is getting a little something extra on the side. Huh? A little uh, another music podcast. He's seeing oh. decided to see other podcasts. What, I thought I told you guys. What about are you guys that. doing? Uh, you know? Do you know Matt Price? No, I told you about this when it was starting. Uh, he, Matt Price, is, he, yes, you do. You met him here. <laughs> Matt he, Price, great he, writer, producer. He was so on Men of a Certain Age. Yes, yes, yes. He's doing a music podcast. Yeah, but it's t- it's stories. From it's like comedians telling stories about music, maybe bands they were in, or they like, like a concert they went. And you're to. producing that? Yeah. And it's uh, <laughs> if you like rock solid, it's called Whale Cave. Yeah, uh, for, I won't. I won't tell you why, but you should listen to it. It's, say if you like rock solid, you'll hate that show. <laughs> no, it is two totally different shows, and they're both great. Very uh, different. They really complement each other. I think. Yeah, if you like one, you'll like the other. And uh, yeah, I love Matt Price. So when I, when when I met him, I was like. Uh, this guy, he is a kindred spirit. I don't, I don't just want to be friends with him. I want to be best friends with him. <laughs> and, you know, came on a little strong maybe. And, you know, he's kind of like a low-key guy. So you yeah. can imagine all that energy. So, he's, so I mean, he, he likes me. We've done shows and we're a palsy. But uh, someday well, yeah. I'll wear his You guys do have, you, do have a lot of overlapping tastes in music. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely. He loves Wilco. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah, it's a fun show. Um, Andy Daly was on it, told a really funny story. Well, if he never ever needs a a guest who can tell uh, some autograph signing stories, I'd be happy to. Uh, <laughs> we'll I think that's actually right a really that. good idea. That might be right in the wheelhouse. You should of be that on. Show. I'll, I'll, rec- I'll and suggest I will that do time. my best to sabotage said show <laughs> and get it off of the air. We don't need fancy guests because we give prizes. We do give prizes, but you know what? I'm going to ju- let's jump right into the show instead. Oh, sorry, sorry, okay. But I do have prizes, but we'll we'll jump right into the show because I want to get the this show under our belt so that we can get on with the next show and get fucking finished with this. <laughs> whoa, whoa! You mean fucking? Uh, Preston, so, Preston is here with us today. Yeah, uh, he might he might peep in later, but uh, he's ear muffing it right yeah, now, uh, so I could swear. His mom uh, uh, found. Uh, Found a Pilates class on um, Inconvenient Groupon. It's this new <laughs> site that <laughs> it's only available now. Okay, so, uh, so he decided to come here and uh, so she's Pilating it. Yes, Pilatin. Is that a three DS? Uh, that's a, a DSI. 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 I'm even, well, actually, I sold mine when we moved, but I had the, even older than that one, I was kicking it with the original DS. Nice. That's <laughs> when it was just D. <laughs> he had some breakthrough yesterday in the, in the, in the, in the Pokemon game, and it was like, this is the greatest thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> I don't know, you know, it's like, that's, uh, it's weird. It's different. Kids today are different. I'll, well, I'll leave it there. Uh, you know what? I'll do this contest real quick. I okay. have uh, I have two CDs to give away. Uh, they're the Loverboy Rock and Roll Revival CDs, uh, compliments of uh, Frontier Records. This is uh, three original uh, new tracks and then re-records of the uh, of the classic hits. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. And here's the contest, folks. I'm going to take the first two correct answers. Uh, send your answers to pat at popculturebeast.com. Here's the contest. Uh, a couple weeks ago, my wife's upstairs in her office. I'm downstairs cleaning the house. I had my music cranked up really loud. Uh, Pilar this doesn't comes sound like a contest at all. It's well, wait, a wait, wait. anecdote. Pilar, Pilar comes down to talk to me. She's trying to tell me something. Uh, and the music's really loud. And she's not turning it off and not asking me to turn it off or anything. And she gets so frustrated that all of a sudden she says, fuck this music. <laughs> yes. So now I'm going to name six. <laughs> Preston heard that one. Yeah. I'm gonna name. Uh, I'm gonna name uh, six CDs. The first two people who can tell me what was playing when Pilar said, 
fuck this music, wins the uh, Loverboy CD. So was it Asia Alpha? Was it Foreigner Head Games? UFO Seven Deadly? Oh, man. Kiss Sonic Boom? Joe Walsh Analog Man? Or The Fix? Beautiful Friction. Now, let me tell you something. Any one of those at any time could elicit the response. I thought it was a deadlock on yes until you brought <laughs> up UFO. User. Yeah. How so, long um, has that been percolating inside of me? I know, but she was so <laughs> angry. I'm like, wow, because she never gets like that, so it was crazy. Okay. Uh, Gary came up with a fantastic topic for this week's show. So, Gary, I'm going to let you introduce it, and you can start it up. Uh, sometimes uh, you can tell what a song's name is just by listening to it, because it'll uh, it'll say uh, the name of the title in the chorus. We've learned that from Song Pop. Right. <laughs> like, Call Me Maybe. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it repeats it over and over again, so you know what to ask for when you go to the record store. But uh, n- sometimes there's songs where... The title of the song is not mentioned. No. And uh, some of the great songs in the world are, uh, are like that. And right. um, maybe, there, I don't know if there's a story behind it, or maybe, you know, maybe we'll explore, maybe we'll find out. So these are all going to be songs that don't mention the title of the song within the lyrics. And so, and Gary calls this Identity Crisis. Identity Crisis. I don't know. What's my name? <laughs> Who's my daddy? <laughs> this is like this is like this is like the born this is like born identity. Exactly, doesn't you know, know who he is. You know, sometimes you're Jeremy Renner. You don't even know. Uh, so I'm going to start off one. This is probably the uh, this is maybe the greatest album I ever got in the dollar bin. Uh, it was a cassette of uh, an album called Joy Rides for Shut Ins by a band called the Cave Dogs out of Boston, and the uh, the chorus goes. Uh, with a machine gun, with a machine gun, with a machine, with a machine, with a machine. So naturally, the name of the song is Tater Country on Rock Solid. Cave Dogs, 1991, styly on uh, Rock Salad. Somehow, uh, Jane is friends with one of the Cave Dogs on uh, on Facebook, and I don't I don't know how that came to be. Hmm. And the name of that song, one more time, Tater Country. Tater Country. Yeah. So, what would you have named that song? Yeah, with machine, a, with machine a machine gun, gun maybe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, what's 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 your example of this? Uh, my example of this is a uh, a classic song. From 1970, everyone knows this song. You'll know it immediately when you hear the opening riff, and yet the title of the song is not spoken anywhere in the song. This is Paranoid. Ah, yes. Think that's good. We know paranoid. I would have put money down that he says paranoid somewhere in there. Nope, he does not. That's crazy. You know paranoid just because they don't say the name of you in the song doesn't mean people aren't talking about you. <laughs> that's right. 
like we are right now. That's probably the song, the first song you learn to play. Like you take guitar lessons and they make you play Michael Row the Boat Ashore or something like that. <laughs> then you get out on your own. You're like... <laughs> good one, Pat. That's a good one. Did you guys ever try to learn guitar? Uh, yeah, yeah. I got, I got some Mel Bay guitar books and I like, t- took a lesson here and there. And I could, like, I could fake it a little bit. How about you? Yeah, I, I messed around. Uh, like, I don't know. I guess... But when I was like in my late twenties, it was when I was really into Tenacious D. I was like, I gotta get an acoustic guitar. I gotta, I gotta yeah. do this. And so I learned the major chords that you need to play Tenacious D. <laughs> I, I don't have any regrets in my life, but I, I do wish I would have learned to play guitar. My wife got me one for my fortieth uh, birthday, and uh, a total total surprise acoustic guitar. And uh, it's now my oldest daughter's guitar. <laughs> does she play? Uh, she does. She oh, and she can. She has a little bit more of an ear for it than she I do. I think shred, I need it. I need it. She shreds. <laughs> I need an instrument. I either need a guitar that's got colored buttons on it, mm-hmm. or I need an instrument that you don't have to tune, like uh, drums. Right. Well, they make those little boxes that you know those I tuner. Know. I'm so bad with it. Uh, Jack, Jack Black was kind of a late bloomer, right? Didn't he come to it? I think that's true. I think he did not know how to play guitar when they started. Um, wow. You can kind of tell if you hear. Because <laughs> Kyle just kind of plays, and then Jack just sort of randomly throws a couple chords in here and there. But he got better. He, he definitely yeah. buckled down and, and learned some, uh, some stuff. I guess, uh, I guess there's hope. There's still hope. We could start yeah. yet. You never know. Where there's life, there is hope. Gary, what say you? So uh, Nirvana has a, a shite ton of uh, good songs. Oh, that they do? That don't say, yeah, they, they, like, you know, Teen Spirit. If, you need, if you need a song that the title isn't in the song, <laughs> don't look no further than, like, alternative 90s grunge. Like, that, that was the... Like one of the cliches of that time and and place. Exactly. Like, we don't. Yeah. You don't need <laughs> hooks, stinking hooks like that. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, chorus for th- that. This is one that was. Uh, I think it was a B side, but it got a lot of radio play, and it's so genius. It's called Sliver, and it's uh, it's kind of. Uh, uh, it's like a little story song. Kurt's, Kurt's a kid, and his parents are going out for the night, so he's staying at the grandparents' house. So it's like it's it's kind of like sliver and like a little sense of like it's a little slice of life. Also, like it's it's like very short song, and also like it's very like it's kind of like a little painful memory uh-huh. that sort of thing. So so it's kind of a genius title, but rather than uh, "Grandma Take Me Home," which is appears to be the uh, chorus. <laughs> so uh, why don't you just hear some of this on Rock Salad? Nirvana sounds great. Like that bass. Mom and Dad went to a show. It dropped me off at Grandpa Joe's. I kicked and screamed, so please. dinner there that's great that's what I said. so by the end of it uh you know he, like it gets getting more and more intense and um uh by the end like you know he, he wakes up and he's like in his parents arms he's like right. oh at last he's home and you're just like oh thank god so it really like uh just yeah yeah kind of that that a thread into that his the, the, his childhood loneliness is just like he, he knew what he was doing yeah i'm Kurt a Cobain. i'm a nirvana novice so i've never really heard his voice uh, the way he sings there at oh, the beginning, that's really? really, has a nice tone in his voice. There. Oh, nice! Yeah, not yeah, well, screaming, you mean? Not <laughs> screaming, yeah. Um, 
What do you got? Well, I'm, I'm going to go to 73. I'm going to go for a Led Zeppelin song. Zeppelin also has a lot also, of... Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they have a lot of songs where, like, Cashmere. They don't say Cashmere in that song. And there's... They and, don't. Doesn't it go... Cashmere. So I picked... Dire Maker? Do they say... I don't know what that is. No, Maker. They don't say it in that one. We've been over this. It's Maker. Yeah. You're a real Maker. Well, I picked... I picked a song called The Crunge. The Crunge, yes. Never heard this. Oh, this is a funky, funky Zeppelin. Yeah, this is a funky Zeppelin. Yeah, this is like a... Audition for James Brown's band. I know, really. <laughs> well, as much as I like Led Zeppelin, they do like to take from other people and put it in their songs. That's borrow, the crunch. They borrow liberally. The cr- I don't even know what the cr- like like with your like some songs. It, it, it the word's not in the song, but you're like, oh, I can understand why they named it that. But this this is just I don't know. They were just done. And go, I don't know. Call it crunch. It yeah, maybe that's yeah. It's more of a feeling. More of a feeling. Yeah, yeah. more of a crunch. More of a, cr- of a feeling. <laughs> more of that crunch. Well, boys, it's been a long long time since we had any crazy Beach Boys on the show. Oh boy, and, uh, this is from. Uh, is someone coming in? Is someone going to walk through that door right now? <laughs> yeah, that's is right. Brian Wilson, Brian Wilson come on in. <laughs> How crazy would that be? Brian, you can't park in the middle of Ventura. What? <laughs> <laughs> this is from when he's like really just just at the start of his like you know giving up the ghost and just like uh, <laughs> you know uh, Brian, we'll give you a cheeseburger if you write a song. Like okay, so <laughs> beautiful melody. Crazy story. This is just like it's basically his to do list, and then like some friends are some friend is going to come over probably to bring the cheeseburger. So uh, he's, he gives them directions to the house. So uh, uh, I think this is off of the album uh, Friends, and it's called Busy Doing Nothing. If you could start this about twenty four ish, in Matt, we'll uh, we'll we'll find out exactly how to get to Brian Wilson's house. And it goes. The afternoon was filled up with phone calls. What a hot, sticky day. The air is cooling down. Take all the time you need. It's a lovely night. If you decide to come, you're gonna do it right. Drive for a couple miles. You see a sign and turn left for a couple blocks. Next is mine, you'll turn left on a little road. It's a bumpy one, you'll see a white fence. Move the gate and drive through on the left side. Oh my god, Jesus. Give him a cheeseburger to shut him up. <laughs> Sounds like something that they play on Sesame Street. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's is, uh, uh, that's called busy doing nothing. Is that that's uh, Mike Love singing that? Uh, it sounded Carlish. I think. Yeah, Carl, that didn't yeah. sound like Mike <laughs> yeah. Love. Yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah, oh, you, yeah. And you want nothing and to the do name with of that. that song again? Busy doing nothing. What would you call it? Uh, <laughs> the directions. <laughs> get a pen. <laughs> I can't believe how long he took to describe how to get to his house without giving any street names. Any street names. No, nothing helpful. No like nope. landmarks. Just uh, a bunch uh, of nonsense. This, this might have been before Thomas Guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. he was doing the best he could. <laughs> 
okay, this song I'm going to play, it's by the Ramones. It's from 92 from the album Mondo Bizarro. This is a song where, um, it's one of those ones where the song title, you, you know why they named it this, because, uh, the the song's about uh, the song's actually about the PMRC led by Tipper Gore, oh, okay. and uh, the song is called Censor Shit. Oh. <laughs> ah, Tipper. I don't know if you could hear the first line, but he says, Ah, Tipper, come on. Ain't you been getting it on? <laughs> Ask Ozzy Zappa or me. We'll show you what it's like to be free. And then he talks about the SNL deficit and how this is uh, the, the PMRC was just a big thing to hide the real problems of the world. Totally. So that's a great man. Fucking, so ridiculous. It's, fucking Joey. <laughs> that Censor shit. Political. Uh, so oh, stupid that there was, uh, yeah, those, know. The, you know, congressional hearings, wasting their time. That, the baseball steroids yep. things, like, come on. I still remember uh, Frank Zappa at those hearings when he said, to my knowledge, there is no uh, word or string of words that you can say that will make someone kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Even like, go kill yourself. It's yeah. amazing that, you, that he had to say that. <laughs> I know. And it was like, great to see D. Snyder there and just and saying that, I, look, I've never done drugs. I've never done this. I've never done that. And this is ridiculous. I thought it was a little inappropriate that he was driven in on the hood of a classic car <laughs> <laughs> with a that's, smoke machine that's running. That's how we roll. <laughs> it's like, this is a court of, well, no, it's Congress, but still. Look, Look, that guy's not going to take Respect. it. Respect. He's not going to take <laughs> He's it. He's not going to take it anymore. <laughs> it's hard to think that Tipper, Gore, and Al Gore aren't married anymore. Oh, what? That's, that's right. They're not. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah they got divorced. Remember, remember so, like he was... Uh, he put her in a lockbox. He put her in a lock. <laughs> he was pulling moves on that was, masseuse in Portland. Oh, boy. I didn't... Yeah. Yeah, I missed a lot. Was this, was this during masseuse. his uh, log cabin beard phase? Yeah, exactly. Post, yeah. Uh, post election. He was a logger. He was logging. <laughs> yeah. He was, was that around... So that, that those hearings were in the late 80s, right? It was like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And this, was, this song was written in 92. I remember when just that, that Ice-T album, Freedom of Speech, just was Watch what you say. <laughs> exactly. Hey, watch it, you. With that, Preston's, yeah, Preston's shining a light on his light dad. on his dad's He's face, blinding us with Nintendo. Um, <laughs> and uh, and you know, you, you put that sticker on the album. You know what that tells kids? I want this that. This going to be awesome. Stupid idiots. Yeah. Lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, led to a big uh, T-shirt. Everybody had that that a T-shirt, huh? Did Matt? I bet you had one of those explicit lyrics T-shirts. I didn't. I went with the um, <laughs> Rodney King uh, <laughs> LAPD. We treat you like a king T-shirt instead. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, nice. nice. Sticking it to the man. Political. Yeah. <laughs> well, sir, I've got uh, probably the most famous group of Armenian Americans who aren't named Kardashian. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or yeah. his next up. This is another good example of like, why the hell is that song called that? What are you going to call it? This is crazy. Man, if you, now, uh, I, I just want to say, there, you cannot prove that they don't say this. I know, you can't prove what they say, anything there. If you could uh, take it to about 36, this is, uh, a ban- this is a, a system of a down, and the song is called Chop Suey with an exclamation point. You wanted to. Wait, I think I heard it. <laughs> you wanted to. You wanted to. Chop suey. Chop suey. 
My favorite Edward Hopper painting <laughs> is called Chop Suey. <laughs> what? I never heard that part. <laughs> I think what happened there is because, you know, it's about death and religion and stuff like that. And uh, they, they came out just right after like 9-11 or right before 9-11. Right. And it was like on that list of songs, like, don't play these. These are inflammatory. So they, they just, uh, fuck it. We will call it Chop Suey. <laughs> I think they just pulled it We will call there. it Cop Killer. I mean, Chop Suey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> death to America. So, uh. They fascinate me. I don't like. They seem to hate music or something. I don't know what it is. But, but uh, they're very they are, passionate. Yeah, they are. They're passionate about their hate of music. <laughs> exactly. Punishing instruments and eardrums. Right. Across the country. But that's a good example, I think, of uh, the topic that's today, awesome. which is songs that don't identity have identity crisis. Identity crisis. Um, this is. A, I'm going to play a song by U2. This is probably a, this is a U2 song that everyone knows, mm-hmm. and yet if you if you Ask someone, what's this song called? It's they a would, title track, right? They, they would probably say, uh, I don't know. It's a title track if it's a Michael Jackson <laughs> album. That's right. Oh, right. Okay, never mind. This is uh, from The Unforgettable Fire. This is a song called Bad. Okay. I was thinking of the song Unforgettable Fire, which also. Twist and <laughs> now, Matt, if I played this song and said, what's this called? Do you know it's called nope. Bad? I don't either. I can never remember it. Nope. <laughs> I was thinking of it as the Cajun Man song. <laughs> Some friend pointed out that, like, at the end there, it's like the Adam Sandler Cajun Man. Desperation, <laughs> isolation. <laughs> but this is one of my favorite U2 songs, and I can never remember what it's called. Maybe now I will. Should have been called Surrender, maybe. Yeah. I wonder why they call it bad. Yeah, it's a terrible song. Let's hear that Cajun Man. <laughs> they could have called it Wide Awake. They could have called it I'm Not Sleeping. Yeah, Wide Awake, that would have been good. Did I miss it? No, I think you're good. I'm not quite sure of the... Or is that the very end? It's the very end. Very nice, man. Oh. Oh. There it goes. Chop suey. Chop suey. Isolation. Desolation. Let it go. <laughs> what? <laughs> talk about talk about a thin gravy on which to base a character. Oh, man. <laughs> God bless. Well, him. he was riding high on the <laughs> off of a red hooded sweatshirt. That's <laughs> true. That's true. If I could write a song about a sweatshirt, I could do anything. <laughs> Opera Man was a great character. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Why no Opera Man movie? <laughs> yeah. I, I never liked that for man. You know what I really liked was that Canteen Boy. That was <laughs> that was deep. That was kind well, of deep. Knowing Adam Sandler, there will be a Canteen Boy movie before there'd be a, an Opera Man movie. Let's hope he'll take the character. That, that's I don't know. God. We should have seen it coming. Now that you're mentioning all these characters, I liked him, but I <laughs> you liked Adam Sandler because you felt that uh, that you could be you Adam could be. Sandler. Yeah, <laughs> you maybe could. that is part of it. Yeah, you're like, well, that guy would be. Yeah, I would know that. That guy would live down the 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 hall from me in 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 college. But like the fir- the early movies had so just the absurdity was so sublime to me right. like it was insanely just walking down a staircase and he just stops for no reason and starts singing culture club and like, <laughs> that's a whole scene right done printed one take perfect in the can gary what do you got for us uh you're familiar with the band with the one hit wonder group uh soft cell mm-hmm. if i say soft cell what do you say 
When I say soft sell, you say tainted love. Exactly. Uh, but uh, they did. They did have other songs. This was a, this was a staple of modern rock radio in the eighties, and it's kind of disappeared. Uh, like you don't really hear it so much anymore. It's called um, "It's a Mugs Game," and it's kind of a. Uh, it's kind of like that Beach Boys song. It's kind of like a day in the life of like a like a disaffected uh, London youth in the eighties. By the way, day in the life. They don't say day in the life in that song. That's very true. Yeah. See, there's another example. Yep. Uh, but in this Mugs Game, so it's kind of like a. It's kind of a. Less sublime day in the life, uh, uh, where it's you know teenagers going through and he's having problems. And uh, we're going to skip ahead to three thirty two, the part where uh, he's having some unprotected sex and things go wrong. Uh-oh. And, uh oh. Doesn't sound like tainted love at all. Are you sure this isn't Chip Pope's character, our romance? <laughs> this is our romance. Brian Wilson write this? <laughs> and then they'll see a bumpy road and there's a white picket fence. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord, Gary! <laughs> you don't like this song, do you? It used to be on the radio a lot. But, okay, uh, that so, was not so my question. So there's just like there's like a fondness there, but it's not like I don't sit around jamming to this. But I was just trying to think of examples. Of, well, you know, no, then you the you topic. found a good one. Wait, wait, you found a bad example. <laughs> a bad it, example, but but it does uh, point out the fact that we should have our romance on. Yes, <laughs> we should. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. But that it seems like you took this category to mean songs that the title isn't in the song and it's unlistenable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be what's wow. happening here. That's a whole different <laughs> songs that are unlistenable. It's great. Maybe so. well, songs that are unlistenable. I'm gonna write that down. Uh, um, I don't know how okay. do we do that? How do maybe we do that? maybe save us, uh, Pat. Maybe man, I, I, I got to tell you what. I'm looking at my list. I pulled out some of the some of the some some of my favorite artists for this list today. I got um, yeah, and no know. one else's but me. <laughs> this is the Who from their uh, 1982 album. It's hard. This is a song called Cooks County. Oh. And they do not say Cooks County in the song. Because how could you get Cooks County in any possible way? <laughs> Go ahead. Can't be done. People are suffering. Say it again. Maybe they're suffering in Cooks County. People are suffering. Say it again. People are suffering. Say it again. So remember when you're looking for trouble. Wicker Man, Nicholas Cage. That's good. People are hungry. Are they talking about that uh, the fictional hospital in uh, Cooks County? <laughs> Maybe uh, that's it from ER. I think this is uh, something in London. There might be a Cooks County somewhere in England, possibly, but where people are just uh, downtrodden. The Who, probably the most cla- classic example of this uh, of this topic. Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. I know it's what you're going to say. What it's a uh, teenage wasteland. Bob o, no, Bob O'Reilly is now, what that song's called. Have we ever, have we established why why the why and the what of uh, Bob O'Reilly? Um, you know what? That's a good question, Gary. Mm-hmm. It's actually pronounced uh, Jamaica O'Reilly. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, a lot of these songs, they're like a uh, one one way where you get a song without the title and the thing is like it'll be like one of those identifiers like it's owed to somebody or mm-hmm. uh so-and-so blues or you know song or uh, the blank song right or this song that the sweater song. song the sweater they song, do exactly. say sweater in that but and uh 
Pat's playing the Who. I got to play some Decembrists. Yes, yeah. yes, oh, that's boy. that's Gary's go-to. <laughs> that's my go-to. They have a ton, they have the Calamity song, the Baby song, the Rake song, the Raincoat song, the Summer <laughs> song. But we are going to hear the Apology song, and uh, there's a little story of uh, of an apology. Check this out. I'm really sorry, Stephen, <laughs> but your bicycle's been stolen. I was watching it for you till you came back in the fall. I guess I didn't do such a good job after all. I was feeling really sorry, Stephen, and I spent some morning grieving. And everybody's saying that you'll take the news gracefully. Maybe instead of spending the morning grieving, maybe look around, put up a few flyers (laughs) or something. Then you write this song. You know, if I was Steven, I'd be mad. (laughs) It goes on to say he left it unlocked in front of the uh, grocery co-op, of course. Nice. And someone made off with it. And uh, it gets better. The bicycle's name is Madeline. Hmm. Don't you want to strangle somebody? Yeah. (laughs) It's a little precious. It reminds me of a story of a, a friend of mine. His roommate had like a five thousand dollar bike or some crazy crazy bike and it got stolen like they the first Good. week they moved you in. shouldn't have spent five thousand dollars yeah on a bike. crazy right and you're then, talking you're talking like a pedal bike not a motor right cycle. right yeah and so I, I could be off on the price but it was exorbitantly expensive so then another friend of theirs was walking down the street and he sees a guy with the bike oh my gosh and he's like Whoa, that's that's uh, my, that's my buddy's bike. So he goes up and goes, "Hey, I'll give you twenty bucks for that bike." And the guy took it. Wow! And wow! He got the bike back. That's, <laughs> that's great. Or it was like forty. He might have given him forty, but it was wow. like, and he my- sold it back to his friend for four thousand. <laughs> it's nice. like such a weird thing because if, if you just went stop thief, that guy would have just took you know totally yeah, just taken he played off. That right? You just Smart like give him forty it. bucks, and the guy thinks he won. Yeah, he gets his he math. Doesn't realize what an idiot he is. He could have wow. made thousands off that thing. Boy, that is a sinking feeling when uh, your bike's missing. Oh, yeah. yeah my, ba- my Schwinn Caliente was uh, stolen <laughs> from the uh, front yard of Bridget Agner's house when I was in 11th grade, and it was so disappointing. Oh, Literally became a hot bike. Caliente. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I've got your uh, answer to Baba O'Reilly. Oh, great. Uh, in, uh, in demo version, it was uh, the working title was Teenage Wasteland, but then the title of the song is derived from the combination of the song's philosophical and musical influence influences mayor baba mayor baba m e h e r how do you say that mayor m e h e r yeah and and terry john, john mayor and terry riley oh so uh hey, hey thanks pete Townsend. All right. <laughs> i like Just it call it teenage wasteland <laughs> uh, actually go into your go into your itunes find your baba o'reilly and rename it for yourself <laughs> just name it yourself <laughs> and, and you know what add add some original cover art while you're in there oh, good idea <laughs> um uh, I found that a lot of uh, songs that don't have the title of the song in the song are songs that have like uh, uh, the incident, incident like Incident on 57th oh, right. Street by yeah. Springsteen or The Story of or yeah. or The Ballad of. So yeah. I have uh, from Cheap Trick's debut album, this is called, this original, the original title was The Ballad of Richard Speck. Oh, wow. But the uh, record label said, no. No. So it's called The Ballad of wait, wait. T... Who's Richard Speck? He that killed all the serious. nurses oh, yeah, in yeah, Chicago. Yeah, yeah, okay. So they changed it to the Ballad of TV Violence. Cheap Ooh. trick. Dude. To give us some love. I need some love. Give me your love. 
I'm pretty sure we all met our wives like that, right? With by knife, by, by knife, knife point. point. Yeah, of course. Of I course. need a knife to give me a wife. I think that's how it works, right? I was giving a knife point presentation at this uh, seminar. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Very effective. What album's that on? That's on the uh, first Cheap Trick album, just called Cheap Trick. Ch- Ch- that was uh, that was a little light motif on uh, Mad Men this year. Was uh, Sally got obsessed with the Richard Speck? Yeah. Oh yes, that's right. So they should have uh, incorporated the song that would be recorded uh, <laughs> seventeen years later. Years later. <laughs> <laughs> they should have. She's a good actress. She's going to be around. I think. I think we're going to see her. The as little girl, adult. Yeah, yeah, I agree. She's at first she was not good. And now <laughs> she is good. She's sure. getting better, and she's actually surpassed January Jones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Passed her on the right. Yeah. Uh, so I could not. Uh, this is my last song. I could not uh, let this topic pass without. Uh, Paying respect to this uh, one band who has raised this uh, sort of song naming to a high art, this uh, non-lyrical titulation. Is this guided by voices? No. <laughs> okay. But they would have been, been good for All right. this. Uh, yeah, they must have a lot of these too, huh? <laughs> they, yeah, totally, totally. But uh, this is a group called Panic at the Disco. Which, uh, because they have that uh, internal punctuation, like, I don't... Panic! Uh, yeah, panic! At the disco. But... Uh, disco! <laughs> they, oh. are, the, uh, they are crazy with this. Of course, their uh, hit song, I Write Sins, Not Tragedies, uh, Nails for Breakfast, Tax for Snacks. <laughs> um, and, of course, there's a good reason these tables are numbered, honey. You just haven't thought of it yet. All, all song titles from their first album alone. You've given lots of reasons why I don't like this one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, think, I think you might kind of like them. They're, they're kind of... Like, you know, that, that like, uh, 2000s emo, punky pop sort of thing. Okay. Uh, this song is called The Only Difference Between Martyrdom and Suicide is Press Coverage on Rock Solid. Sit tight, I'm gonna need you to keep time. Come on, just snap, snap, snap your fingers for me. Good, good, now we're making some progress. Come on, just tap, tap, tap your toes to the beat. And I believe this may call for a proper introduction. Well, don't you see? Okay, I do like this. on there, huh? Yeah. Work now, with let, that. now, let me ask you something. Yeah. It's totally cool to like Panic at the Disco, right, guys? I think so. Is it? What do you think? I'm not sure. And yet, it's not cool to like uh, Rob Thomas and uh, Matchbox 20, and I think that they're right in the same no. musical Analogous, area. Maybe. I'm not sure. I think they're closer to, um, what's Jared Leto's band? Oh, 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah. 30 Seconds that's to Mars. Kind of, that's the vibe I get. Yeah, kind of closer to them even more than like Fall Out Boy or um, yeah. who's our friend Fall Tony Daxton. And, and yeah. Fall Out Boy is not cool to listen to. <laughs> not is anymore. It, right? Ever? It's, <laughs> it, it seems dated now. It was only from from last decade. Yeah, some 41. Some of those bands yeah. are just like not are passe now. Yellow card. Although everyone still loves a limp, limp biscuit, hey, I know they can't shut up about limp biscuit. Hey, uh, I got uh, I got two more. I'll play uh, play out. Uh, this is the title track from Van Halen's first album with Sammy Hagar. The song is called Fifty One Fifty. Obviously, if you can work Fifty One Fifty into your lyric, good luck for you. But uh, I the do only un- way you could do it. Count backwards from fifty-two. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Wait, what is the, the what is their little joke? What is fifty-one fifty? Well, fifty-one fifty is the p- police code for a criminally insane person. Right. But in this song, the 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 chorus says, um, "I'll meet you halfway," but it's always uh, something like it's one more for you. So fifty-one oh, okay. fifty instead of fifty fifty. But uh, 
Let's give some props to Sammy Hagar. Van <laughs> Halen. And there's Eddie. Fifty-one forty-nine. I guess yeah, that's too much math. That guy calls himself the Red Rocker because he likes the color red. So let's. You <laughs> He's get, not the red you, math you teacher. Got to give him a pass. Yeah, I don't exactly. think it's because of his hair. <laughs> um, and I started with a, a, a song, uh, the song "Paranoid," which is a song everyone knows, but yeah. uh, but uh, "Paranoid" is not in the title. I'm going to end with a song that everyone knows. This is uh, "Rush," uh, the spirit of radio. Yes, invisible airwaves. Love that song so hard. Yeah, that's a great song. Nice. You know that song too, right, Matt? Yeah. Yep. Um, hey, one more. I'm going to reminds me. I just got the progressive rock package. Oh um, no! Yeah, so you were doomed. <laughs> yeah, there's some You're new done. genres that yeah. are scaring me. Like there's a Glee genre now. Yeah, the Glee one. That uh, one's kind of easy. But don't they just sing songs that everyone else exactly. sings? Exactly. All yeah, right. Hey, uh, let's let's end it with one more contest. Um, I have uh, the new two CD set from Art Garfunkel called The Singer. Uh, last year, Columbia Records released uh, something called Songwriter, which was Paul Simon's ah. solo songs. Uh, this is, I don't, it's not, this is a promo CD. So I got the two discs and I got a big press release thing printed up and it says not for sale, but that doesn't mean I can't give can't it away. Give it away. So uh, the, so question, the first person who sends $25. I'm, I'm going to no, go, wait, that's selling. I'm going to go with first answer on this too. Um, whoever can tell me there's a, there was a Paul Simon solo album mm-hmm. that was supposed to be a Simon and Garfunkel reunion album, right. but at the last minute, Simon pulled Garfunkel's vocals off of it and just made it a Simon solo album. First person that tells me the the name of that Paul Simon album is going to get uh, some Art Garfunkel music. And, I call it and a dis- press kit. Disgrace Land. Disgrace. <laughs> do such a thing. I love it, Matt. You got a play out song for us? <sighs> this is a hard one to just do on the spur of the moment. Okay, I, I got a few extras if you want to. Uh, choose yeah, I don't know. Let's do that. Uh, what do you guys? Okay, should've, I'll, I'll should've put it up. Should have prepped. I'll put it up for vote. Do you want uh, portions for foxes? Why don't I just? Yeah, I'm right, just going to choose from what you have. My back page. Okay, or the, oh that. Uh, oh my back pages. My back pages. The birds. Oh, how about that? Back pages. My ass. Or that uh, phone uh, phone book phone booth. Uh, I'm at a pay phone. No. Oh boy. No. <laughs> that's a big no. No. I, I was going to go Rilo Kylie, but... Okay, yeah, um, let's do that. That's good. That's yeah. good. Portions for Foxes. Because uh, she says, uh, I'm bad news. I'm bad news is the, ty- is the uh, chorus, but, but then, no. And as the song plays, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a shout out to a couple people who like to post on our uh, Facebook page. Michael Rogers and uh, Thomas Tate. Thanks for listening. Like us on Facebook. Write a nice review on iTunes. And we'll see you next show. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, uh, Matt. Yeah, join the community. Write an iTunes review. And uh, tell all your friends how much you enjoy Rock Solid. 